This is episode number 259, and today we'll discuss how to love God through adoration. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. Welcome to the month of June. We are almost done with our mini-series slash long-series on Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. And the whole point of this, the whole point of doing this super extended series is to give you an awareness and an understanding that there are more th- there's more than one way to worship God and to connect to God. And so hopefully, as we're going over these different strategies, you'll identify something that you can implement in your personal life that can help you draw near to God on a consistent basis. And so today, we're going to discuss how to connect with God through adoration and admiration, someone that Gary calls the contemplative. Now, the contemplatives love to sit in silence, meditating on God, the Bible, and life in general. You know, because thinking about God for them brings peace and tranquility in an otherwise chaotic and tempestuous life. That's a big SAT word for you. Um, I know that I personally, if I have my way, which I don't always, but if I have my way, I like to spend at least an hour every morning on my back porch, drinking my coffee and reading my Bible and meditating in silence. And I just love just being there listening to the birds, feeling the wind on my face, enjoy and enjoy just bringing myself mentally into the presence of God. If I can do it, if I can get away with it, I try and get at least an hour every morning on my back porch. Sometimes it's super cold. Sometimes it's raining. Sometimes it's like blazing hot when you live in Florida, just hit or miss on the weather in the morning. Um, But that's what I like to do. I, I really appreciate and look forward to those times, right? Where there's no agenda, there's no goal. I'm just out there to think about and and honor and glorify God with my thoughts. And, you know, I love just just being in his presence and just thinking about how awesome he is and losing myself in my relationship with God. And so if that sounds like, yeah, sign me up for that. You might be a contemplative. You might connect to God through adoration. And there are many forms of prayer and activity that contemplatives can make use of in addition to just the general contemplative prayer, which is what I typically do, right? You're just kind of praying silently to yourself. The first one is uh, the Jesus prayer or what Gary calls the Jesus prayer. Now, when I typically think of the Jesus prayer, I think about the prayer that Jesus taught his apo- to his disciples uh, on the Sermon on the Mount, right? But this one is a lot shorter and has a different purpose, all right? So the Jesus prayer, at least in the Eastern Orthodox tradition, is something along the lines of this. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's it. And you just repeat that as many times as you need to, but the whole point is to practice the presence of God, to draw yourself into the presence of God by reminding yourself of these core things. Lord Jesus Christ, right? Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Son of God, the gravity of that, have mercy on me, a sinner. The the need that we have for mercy in our true state apart from God, right? These are things that 
if we think about them and meditate on them and, and say them over and over again, can remind us of how desperately we need God. It could be a great tool to help us draw closer to him. Another one is uh, secret acts of devotion. So this would be one of the actions that you can take as a contemplative. So this would be doing things in secret, whether that's, you know, giving uh, financially to a family in need. Um, This could be making a special card for somebody, you know, doing something for someone in secret. And the reason the secret is important is because you're doing it to ensure that you're what you're doing is purely out of your love for God. And it's not about any recognition that you're going to get. It's not about trying to look spiritual or appear spiritual or win the approval of men. You're just purely doing it because you want to show your love for God. And then the third thing that you can do is something called dancing prayer. And this isn't dancing like you're dancing while you pray, but it's the metaphor of ballroom dancing where the the man leads the woman and the woman follows. And so a dancing prayer would be allowing God to lead our prayers, not coming into our time with God with a to-do list, with a checklist of all the things that we need to say to God, and then we pack up and move on with the rest of our day, but really creating space to allow God to speak into our hearts and our minds and, and just being comfortable in that silence, listening for God's whispers. Now, with all these other strategies, there are some pitfalls to watch out for. And so I do want to talk about some, and these are things that I have fallen into as a contemplative. Number one is losing balance, right? Getting so caught up in pursuing God that we discount and overlook our relationships with people. You want to stay properly balanced, right? Your relationship with God is not meant to just stay between you and God. It is meant to to impact and benefit others. So you want to make sure you don't lose that balance. Uh, the second thing you want to wa- watch out for is forgetting virtue, right? That experiencing closeness with God in, in a mental way does not excuse us from aligning our will with God's will and submitting ourselves to a life of obedience, right? It can't just stay up in the mind. And that's going to be especially true of the next strategy we talk about uh, coming up. But you want to make sure that you have not neglected the core spiritual practice of obedience and servitude. And then the third thing, the third thing that is really important to watch out for is getting addicted to spiritual experiences, all right? Because spiritual experiences, those times where you're like, wow, that was fantastic, they're fleeting, and that's totally fine. They are experiences. By their nature, they are not normal life. So you want to appreciate the experiences you do have and then come back to the real world so you can plug in and make use of that connection with God to impact others and to allow God to use you as a vessel to impact the world. Now, if you would like to learn more about how to connect to God through adoration as a contemplative, then make sure to read that chapter of Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Pathways. If you haven't picked it up yet, go ahead and get on the the bandwagon. Everybody else is doing it. There's a link in the description for this uh, podcast episode, and you can also find it on Amazon and anywhere else that you can buy books. Now, on the next episode, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to dive into the final strategy, which is connecting to God through your mind. That is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I love uh, reading your reviews, reading what you have to say. It's always encouraging to me. And if you haven't yet, make sure you join the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and the rest of the podcast squad. Special thanks to all of my patrons who help keep this podcast ad-free. And if this podcast has made an impact in your life, 
please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.